the G220 effect. I am Steve. And I'm Denai. Yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're in the booth. Yeah, we're sharing the word of God, which is the living truth. Amen. Yes, that living word that we shall not live on bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And I'm reminded always, John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Yeah, and we know who that living word is. It's the word that spoke of our life in the beginning. It's the word that's living and breathing now in Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Yes, in him we move and live and have our being. Um, We are excited to come and just talk more about what it is to be in the kingdom of heaven and all the goodies, all the mysteries that are being unlocked to us as as the saints because we have the Holy Spirit in us who's always confirming who Jesus Christ is. No longer is God a mystery because guess what? Mysteries are for those who don't have a relationship. Mysteries are for those who don't know who the person they are relating to is. Mysteries are for those who are not even trying to see the truth. So let's just get into it. Let's go into operation and let's do the surgery. Amen. Amen. So today our topic is, are you ready? So it's be ready, stay ready and live ready. What is it to be ready and what are we ready for? You know what? You know what? When you get ready for anything, there's a time period that we call preparation. It's a time when we set aside the tools, the necessities that we need to get ready for whatever we going up against. You know, as a doctor, you know what? You got to go to school and you got to get certain degrees and all these different things. Then after you get certain degrees and you actually start to work in your practice, you have to have certain tools at hand right on there so you can use and you can be the best doctor you're going to be. But for us as the believer, how do we prepare to be ready at always at all times ready to give an account ready to give an answer ready to do the work of God ready to move in the spirit ready to do all the things pertaining to life and godliness the preparation period is the most important period and that's what we're going to dive in how do we be ready how do we become ready? Amen. So here we are talking about um, Jesus in Matthew 24. That's where our focus is going to be. Matthew 24 and Matthew 26. So if you got your Bible, as always, get it out, open it. Let's get into it, underline it, highlight it, whatever you do. Let's just get into the word. So Matthew 24 here, we see Jesus talking to the disciples as always. And, you know, he was always surrounded by a crowd of people who wanted to learn from the rabbi teach us teach us and here he's talking about okay this is what's gonna happen they're interested in okay what's gonna happen when the end comes what is the end gonna look like what is uh the end of the world gonna look like because yeah they know that in the uh in the old testament now as we call it the old testament but the things that they had read had prophesied certain things so they want to know what teach us about those things so jesus goes ahead and he's like well you got here it is i'm a break it down to you about about all the signs that you're going to start to see all the things that are going to happen uh and and i want you to be prepared don't be troubled and we always say this on our podcasts and our videos um even in our bible study we have bible studies and we're always encouraging people that don't be afraid even when when we see these signs happening that the end is coming guess what 
we know where we're going. We yeah, know what eternity sure, looks sure, like. We sure. know what the word says about us. So it, it, he encourages us to not be troubled. He, so here we are not being troubled, but being prepared instead. Yeah, and you know what? I always like to say, take heart to, in knowing that you know God and that you have this relationship. And in relationship, you're always growing and you ever coming to the knowledge of the truth. You're always going to learn something in a relationship. You know, it's just like if you if you start a relationship with someone guess what you get to know all the intricate things about them you get to know what they upbringings and what they downtrodden you get to know all these different things and so in this relationship with god we get to know beyond the mysteries and we get to know how to prepare ourselves and being ready for whatever is to come and so jesus always made mention of always taking heart and knowing and being and, you know and be encouraged because guess what you have the tools you have everything you need is in christ and you know and because the Holy Spirit, you know, there's never going to be a time when you lose those things, because guess what? The Holy Spirit is going to bring it back to remembrance. And so when Jesus is talking to the disciples, he's giving them true and, and, and true understanding of what things are to come and what things are to see. But we want to just detail to you how to be ready, how to stay ready, how to live in expectation, ready for whatever's to come. And you know what? That's called faith. You know, when you dabble into the fruits of the spirit, when you dabble into every fruit, you know, you have long suffering, you know, you have love, you know, you have peace, you know, you have joy, you know, you have faith. And so when you have faith, the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen, you began to want and know that regardless of what I see, regardless of what I know, I know, guess what? That my relationship with God is going to lead me to wherever I need to go, how I need to go through it, how I need to find it, or however I need to seek it. It's going to be there and it's going to be tangible to you. It's going to be available for you. It's going to be just for you. I love how you went through that Hebrews 11 so fast. You said, faith is But the understanding of it is that it's the, the substance, you know, it's, it's when you have something on the inside and you have something there, it's always going to lead you to something more. You know, if you don't have anything on the inside, guess what's going to happen? The surface level. It's the surface level. You're not going to have something to go back to. But when you have the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, meaning that you're looking past reality and seeing something that's more, which is called our hope. And it's called our faith. And it's called our drive. What is driving us as we believe? What is causing us to believe that no one else knows and no one else can see? But guess what? We believe. And so that is where we're at in our relationship with Christ. When we're ready, we know we are always ready to give an account. We always ready to give an answer. We always ready to stand for what is right. And you know what? It's it's so interesting because every time that we are together and I'm always asking you like, oh, did you hear this? Did you read that? Did you find you? Did you hear about what's going on right now in the world or what happened? This new invention or this new idea? You're always like looking at me like, OK, yeah, we know these things are going to happen. And then, you know, we always laugh about him like, yeah, we do know that these things yeah, are going to happen. Yeah, but that's sure. the comfort that we have, that nothing is going to shock us. Nothing's going to come by surprise. 
surprise uh, because we have one that loves us so much that he's not going to leave us in the dark. If we are light, then you know what? No matter how dark it is around us, we'll always be have eyes to see, ears to hear, and, and, and perception that's more than what the world can see, which is so comforting uh, because we have the light of Christ in us. We are never going to be in darkness. We're never going to be without knowing or understanding. Uh, and I mean, countless times that the Holy Spirit will reveal to us things that before they even happen regarding even our workplaces or relationships, like he will just reveal those things. Why? Because we have the light in us. And if we say yes to the Holy Spirit guiding us and teaching us, guess what? We're never going to be in the dark. Even things that are plotted against you, you might, you will see those things before they even come. Yeah. Before you even yeah. get tempted by anything, you'll yeah. see the temptation before yeah. it even yeah. comes. So yeah. we're going to go into the word now and just really break down all the things that I think in the, the last few minutes we've we've said. But well, one second, before we get there, I just wanted to say that because I feel the unctioning of the Holy Spirit to say this. And that is that when we start to deal with distractions, distractions, the distractors, the thing that... that that get us off focus, off center. The things that 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 get us up to not to look away and not see what's on the path ahead. You know, Satan is very cunning, and part of that cunning ability he has is that he used distractions. He uses distractions to distract us from what really is the truth of the matter. And so, the spirit of truth is always trying to guide us into truth. So guess what? When Satan uses distractions, those things causes us to have offenses. Those things causes us to see things that 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 and they're not really there. And and if they're there, they're not that important. Because guess what? God is always leading us to the truth. And guess what? The spirit of truth is always going to show us the truth. And I don't mean the truth that you know. Because guess what? We were always we were all raised some way. We were all brought up a different way. And guess what? We have our truths that we we are built in. And they, 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 they're built in through tradition, you know, built in through being taught, you know, but here's here's the Holy Spirit. It's always trying to tell us the truth. So when the distractors come that we're able to see right to it and see the lie, because guess what? Sometimes we're not able to see the lie of a distraction. You know, and this is this what causes us not to be ready. This would cause us not to live ready. This would causes us not to be in a ready state of mind. And and a lot of times we we end up being in a place where God can't even move because we're so caught up in the distraction. And you know what? This is the age that we're living in, right? In knowledge increasing all around us. There's so much to our access, uh, and and it causes us to be so distracted because this is the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. Leave your live your truth. Your truth is this. My truth is that. Your I mean, there's so much that my, can, my, that my. <laughs> and there's so much around us that's causing us to be distracted. I mean, talk about we're in this this age of social media being like the thing. You can't go two minutes without being on your phone and looking at hundreds of things, information always readily available at you. Uh, and, and if you are not guarded with the truth and, and you don't allow yourself to, to guard your heart in, in, in what the word of God and what the Holy Spirit is saying, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you can easily be so distracted that you uh, end up falling by the wayside and nothing ever takes root in you. Ooh. So we don't want, we don't want to be in that place.
place. But anyway, let's go to Matthew 24. And, and like we already said, this is a scenario where the disciples are asking, okay, tell us about the end of the world. Tell us about what's to come. So then Jesus says this, just so we know where we stand. He said, but in verse 13, so 24, 13, Matthew 24, 13, he says, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So we mm. know already that there's an endurance that has to happen. If you must endure, then you should be prepared to endure. <laughs> you should be prepared that we talked about distractions being one of those things, temptations. I mean, there's so much that tempts us. And I've been really meditating on that word temptation, yeah. you know, and I think a lot of times we think of temptation as something that's, oh, I'm being tempted to, uh, uh, sin sexually or like, uh, just do something that's not good. Uh, but temptation is anything that's going to come to lure you away from what you need to be focused on, just like a distraction. Right. But, but, but the enemy comes to tempt us. So he dangles this idea, the desires that, that, that are not of God in front of you, just like he tried with Jesus yeah, after he had yeah, fasted for sure, 40 for days, sure. 40 nights, he offered him the kingdom kingdoms of this world. He offered him why don't you just turn this rock into bread or the stone into bread? He did all that to try to lure him and tempt him to want something. So here we are, we're tempted by things all around us. Yes, the distractions are there. They just get our mind not focused, but they're also things that are being dangled in front of us. Uh, you know, like deceitfulness of riches, as the word says, you know, if you do this, oh, you're going to be a superstar these days. Like, and, and, and not it's even, all about being a, a superstar and, and a rapper so you can be like uh, just the most known person in the world. And not even that. Sometimes he uses the exact thing that you have within you. I'm reminded at the end of that, he asked Jesus, why don't you cash yourself off this mountain and bring yourself back to life? <laughs> Pretty much he's telling you, I know who you are. So <laughs> I'm going to use what you are against you and see if you can do it. And so a lot of times the enemy use what he know you have. You're musically talented or. Or, or 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 you have the gift of you know numbers you know and he used these things against you and, and or you began to use it for wickedness and 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 you begin to see it flourish and there you are in this state now where you just lost it you just lost every avenue of doing it the right way. Amen. Doing it for the kingdom of God. But anyway, that's another topic. <laughs> and we get excited to talk about that too. But well, let's go on further to read Matthew 24 verses 36, 42, and 44. So it says in verse 36, but of that day and hour knoweth no man, not no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. So he's saying, okay, you asking me about end times, but no one's going to really know the day. Um, and then we jump over to verse 42. It says, watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. And then 44 says, therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh. Ooh, that 42 hit me kind of hard because here I am. I'm thinking like, you know, you're going to be, you say, watch therefore, for ye know not what hour the Lord do have cometh. And so it, it is saying is like, oh, man, you, you over here doing all this other stuff. Oh, I got time. You know, I got time to waste. I got time to burn. Let me go ahead and get this out. Finish this before. You know, a lot of times we say, oh, let me get let me get this out of my system before I move on. You know, no, no. Get it out your system by just saying, OK, I'm done with it, you know, and then that's your moving on. You know, but here we are sometimes. Oh, you know what? I got time. You know, let me get this out of my system. You know. 
know, it's going to take me a minute to get rid of this. It's because you like it. It's because you want it there. It's because you don't desire for it to be gone anywhere in the first place. And so what happens is that our desires have to change. If we want Jesus, if we want God, if we want to know who he is, we want to have a relationship with him. We have to desire the relationship. And that is called our choice. Our choice in choosing a relationship with God, our choice in choosing the right standing with God, our choice in knowing God, who he is, and wanting not to be him to be mysterious in our life. You know, there it is, and to be ready, you know. And so, and, and I like the next part, it said, therefore, be also ready. Be ready. You know, be ready for everything. You ready when you wake up for work to go to work. Be ready when, when Jesus comes. Be ready. How do we get ready? Is by knowing the precepts, knowing the examples that God has given us through the B-I-B-L-E, you know, the basic instruction before leaving earth, or the manual or the, the or, or the or the uh the instruction book that we use called the Bible. So I like this. Let's just fast forward a little bit. Let's go into Revelation. So Revelation 3.10 says, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all of the world, all the world, to try them that dwell upon the earth. So here we see in Revelation, it's already being said, we talked about these temptations, you're going to be tempted. But 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 Jesus is telling us that if you keep my word, you know, it, it, for the, it says, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee praise the Lord. So now if I stay ready, if I'm in the place where I'm, I'm, I'm being ready and I'm staying ready, I'm going to be helped in the areas of my temptation because there are temptations. Guess what? There's so much distractions. Like we said, temptations, things being dangled in front of us that we want to, to, to have, to make sense. But he's saying, no, 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 no. Stay clear from that because those are temptations that are going to lure you away from being ready, staying ready living ready so mm. i really uh, i think if you get a chance an opportunity to just really think on what are some temptations that are around you right now i just pose that question what are some temptations that are around you right now that cause that what what's dangling in front of you that that god is not <laughs> is not the one that's causing you to go in that direction what are those things and then when you identify them you you will really know i'm not ready in this sense and you know it's it's a powerful word because jesus said he's talking in revelations three and he said because thou has kept my that the word of my patience and so it's saying that just be patient in the word, knowing that God has spoke all of these things over you. And then because it said in Matthew 24 and 13, it said, but the, he should he that shall endure. So he's telling you to be patient in enduring in enduring and what patience produces. It, it, it does produce endurance because now you're able to stand against whatever's coming your way because you have endured it. You have you have already went through it. You've gone through it. And so now you've become patient in in handling the situation you become more relaxed you become cool as they say in in the face of adversity and so it's awesome to know because he said in the hour of your temptation he would be there you would be good 
Amen. You're going to be good. You You're going to be able to resist like Jesus did. He yeah. resisted being, having all the kingdoms of the world. He resisted all the temptations because he could have been like, yeah, I am God. I can throw myself, I can kill myself and wake myself right up, raise myself up from the dead. But he didn't because he knew that that was just a temptation, but that wasn't the will of God for him. Yeah. And it said this temptation would come upon the whole world. It didn't just say just one, just, just me, just <laughs> deny, you know, just <laughs> who's ever listening you know and all that That's but it's, it said the whole world Amen. and so Amen. It, nobody's exempt us. you know and these are the distractions and that's why i mentioned that satan is cunning and because he's so cunning, he knows how to use certain things to distract us and get us our eyes off the prize. You know, I'm reminded of scripture said that I'm pressing towards the mark of the high calling in Christ. But it says, keep my eyes on the prize. You know, what's the prize? What's the prize? What's waiting at the end? What's waiting for us? And a lot of times people don't want to wait because they don't know what's at the end. But if we believe, we have faith, we walking in the fruits, we know that there is a prize at the end. You get to meet Jesus face to face. You get Joy to meet the Lord face to face. You get to meet him, Amen. And, you know, and get to know him in a personal level, even more so, but you get to meet him eye to eye and you get to say, Oh Lord, I thank you. I love you. He said, well done, my good and faithful servant. Can I just tell you what I believe that my reward would be? What, what is the prize at the end? Um, new heaven and new earth. And I love what revelation tells us that there won't be any tears. Uh, there won't be death. Uh, that to me is a prize because seeing all the hardships that this life brings, seeing people being heartbroken because they lost somebody that they love, Loved and, and, and seeing people being sick and, and all these things that the world seeing brokenness and families and, uh, so much that the, this, this, we see on this earth that is a result of, of sin, uh, and evil and darkness. It is just knowing that there's going to be light that's eternal when that new heaven and new earth, there won't be any any of that, but that joy. And then I've also experienced the goodness of God in my life. Some days I'm just like, oh, smiling and happy. And, and this joy that's, uns I, I can't even explain it. And to think that when I'm with him face to face, oh my, that's going to be even times a million hundredth. And I can't even say a number because it's going to be so much greater that even the, the, the word tells us that there are those that are around him, worship him and just sing of his greatness and his might and his goodness and all this. So imagine that's the reward. That's the price that I'm looking forward to, um, that he has the plan that he's going to restore all things. And we're going to be those that have said yes, because some will deny him. Some will say they don't want Jesus. They don't want to be saved. And that's unfortunate. And if you're one of those that are hearing today and you never received the Lord Jesus as your Lord and savior, really know that Jesus loves you, that all the brokenness in this world, that he, through him, God devised the plan. And if you receive him and his salvation, him saving you from all the things in this world, all the brokenness, all the pain, um, if you receive him, he'll show you uh, really who he is and that we get to be together in that new heaven and new earth. And it's awesome that she mentioned Revelation. It's chapter 21. And I just wanted to read a couple of verses from there. So you get the picture of what we're talking about, the reward in the end. And so it reads as follows. And verse 21. 21 and 1 says, and I said, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth from the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there were no more sea. 
And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God, out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of the heavens saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. Remember that. I'm going to say it again. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. That's what she mentioned. And he said, and there shall be no more death. <laughs> you hear that? Hallelujah. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave. <laughs> you know, you can't hold me. You know, so where, so where is that? So it said, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto, unto me, it is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. And he that overcome shall inherit things. And I will be his God and he shall be my son. Amen. Man. And I love that the end of that was actually speaking of salvation. He's like, come, come on. If you receive me, if you believe what the, the, the plan that I have, you will also be saved. This is the word that we speak and it's true and it's life. And I pray that as you listen to that word, that if you hadn't heard that word, that it would yeah, do something on the yeah, inside of yeah. you to remind you that endure to the end you need to over overcome is so I'm, I'm now seeing that word so many times in the word overcome he that overcomes he that overcomes overcome because they're going to be temptations they will be distractions they will be things that will come to try to lure you away but you must overcome how do you overcome by knowing that it is already finished just like yeah, he said it's yeah. done if you have the holy spirit and you're being led by the spirit he's always going to lead you in the right path to do the right thing to answer the right questions to do exactly what god wants you to do so you can escape some of those things that are trapped in your life and so i like to bring out the main the main point that word endurance that word endurance in this in this thing it, it just brings to light the fact that enduring is to be an overcomer meaning that you're going to go through some things you're going to see some things but guess what to overcome it is to endure it and say i'm winning in endurance amen so you amen. know it, it is awesome because here we are I always make mention of this when we talk about the book of Revelation is that the book, when you first open up the first chapter, the first verse, it said the book of Revelations, the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so it's making mention of who Jesus really is. And we got all these naysayers that say, oh, Jesus is just a prophet. Oh, how do you know his name is Jesus? How do you know his name is this? How do why you it's know that, Yeshua? You know, it's the Greek word, it's the <laughs> it's the Aramaic word, it's the it's the Hebrew text. It's all these different things. But guess what? I remember in my testimony in my period, when I said the name of Jesus, guess what happened? Activity was in my limbs. When I said the name of Jesus, I began to speak when i said the name of jesus i began to feel the twinkling of my toes and this is when i testified of my testimony when i had an accident on a basketball court and i couldn't have i had no activity of any of my limbs but guess what when i said the name of jesus everything came back every facility and the holy spirit began to speak unto me and reminded me of who i am and who i am and who i was you know and who i was to come to uh, come to be and so it's amazing to know that when we're ready 
when we live in ready, when we stand ready, the Holy Spirit is going to always tell us what, where, how, when, and that's that's basically asking us questions to remember who he is. Amen. Amen. You know what? We actually had a whole lot more to, to still go over. And I think it will be good for us to do even a part two to this, just so we can really go into what it is to stay ready. Cause we just talked about be ready, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but staying ready is like, okay, we got to stay ready. What is it to be stay ready? What okay. causes us to be tempted not to stay ready and also to live ready. So living every day, making choices every day as those that are ready. It's like like throwing logs in a fire and trying to keep the fire lit you know you know because you know at, at one point if you don't put no more logs in there that fire is gonna go out but guess what if you stand ready you're gonna always throw more logs in the fire and it's gonna keep staying lit you know keep burning you know and keep burning and keep burning you know <laughs> until you know you have you know you know until you're in that place where you know that ain't nothing coming ain't nothing coming your way that it's gonna knock you off your horse amen amen and i just i, I absolutely love the last part that you talked about that the book of revelation says a revelation of jesus christ when you know who he is it doesn't matter whether he's called jesus whether he's called yeshua whether he's uh yeshua hamashiach whether he's called jacob whatever you know what he you will know that you know because you know the person that's what matters knowing who christ is what he's done for yeah. us what our yeah. savior 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 has done for us that is the important part and and so let's not get lost in the sauce of names let's go and not get lost in the sauce of ideas and theology uh and and we forget to really have a relationship through the holy spirit because if god is a spirit and they that worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth that means we must understand yeah. these things in yeah. the spirit these things are not natural let's get past the natural i was about to snap my fingers <laughs> when i get excited i snap my fingers but let's get past the natural let's get past the trivial things that we we get caught up in is he black is he was he was he white when he walked the earth i and and i mean i'm sorry but it it, it doesn't quite matter than you knowing who he is the person he is what he came to do what he did for us and what the spirit says about who the lord jesus christ yes. is that is what matters and that's what gets us saved and gets us in a place where we can keep our fire going because we're not caught up because guess what if somebody else proves to me that he wasn't uh white or he wasn't black and he wasn't blonde blue eye and then i'm distracted i now i'm thinking a whole new theory and a whole new theology because of something i heard then i'm i'm all caught up in things i don't need to be caught up in except what is really important that he died for you he was the the only sacrifice that was just good enough so that we can believe unto him and be the righteousness of god in christ jesus and you know what and so at this point in time we want to allow you to know and well not allow you but tell you in that at this time you have to be ready you have to be ready you have to be ready because distractions 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 will get you lost in the sauce <laughs> Don't get lost in the sauce, y'all. We'll see you in part two. And this has been the G220 Effect. And, and we're, we're ghosts. ghosts.